This is the Rich Eisen Show. Bears and Bucks, keep an eye on that. Does Brady specifically want to beat them on fourth down? The Rich Eisen Show. I actually think he'll probably score four touchdowns. Touchdown, Chris Godwin. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Has three today. Fire the cannons. Where are you? Earlier on the show, co-host of Good Morning Football, Peter Schrager. Seahawks linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Coming up, Saints linebacker, Demario Davis. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of our show on the air. If you've missed the first two hours, where have you been? Good for you, though, that you have an opportunity to catch up on this program right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, where we, we re-air every day. There's also our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show to Catch up on everything that you missed. Our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network, all three hours every day can be gotten right there where all podcasts can be acquired. We're live right here on Peacock, this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate. Also on Sirius XM, on Odyssey, Chris Brockman's in his spot. TJ Jefferson's in his spot. Del Tufo's where he normally is. And you are where you are, which is terrific. I am, uh, uh, you know, interestingly enough, as a uh, Jet fan, in a world of poop. (laughs) That's where I am. I've saved my powder for the much of the first have, two hours. We've I had mean, uh, we've geez. had Bobby Wagner on the program, and uh, Peter Schrager, and Demario Davis is about to join us. Uh, he's playing. He's former Jet playing uh, tonight for the Saints. He's in a better spot. Look, it gives me no pleasure to come on a national telecast and broadcast show like this, and. And 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 tell the team that means so much to me uh, that uh, you stink when they stink, and even their um, highly positive new head coach um, Robert Sala cursed twice in his post game press conference, apologizing both times. He's a he's a family man, a sweet man. He's uh, he he went to Mooch's uh, alma mater, the Northern Michigan. Oh, okay. I know a lot of people from the state of Michigan, as you know, and I love them all. And he just is a seems like a good soul, good guy. But the team stinks right now. And I feel for all my fellow Jet fans, certainly the ones who year in and year out renew their excitement and faith. I'm now of the approach where I got to see it first to believe it. But I will always hope for the best glass half full that optimism is right around the corner. And why not? We see it all the time. In the NFL. And I'm sure there had to be some people, and part of me still has this in my body. It resides in my body in my sports fandom. But I tamp it down. That's the way I go. That's the way I roll. I, I tamp it down. I, I will not allow myself to get run away with excitement and and uh, optimism when it just keeps on getting smacked down. I just won't put myself out there like that. That's the way I go about my fandom. Others don't. They just jump right in with both feet. But even a part of me thought when the Jets drafted Zach Wilson and the Patriots drafted Mac Jones, just for a little part of me thought, and I know Jets fans, if you feel this way too, many of you thought, this will be the time that it finally turns and that the Jets with their rookie quarterback and the Patriots with their rookie quarterback and the Patriots remaking their roster via mostly free agency, they're ripe for the plucking. 
this is the time where it turns. This is the time where Belichick is the one with the Patriots, right? Who are now going to be wondering if they made the right move. They're the ones who finally went in after a year plus with their plan on replacing Tom Brady. Cam, we all knew, was just most of the, mostly a bridge. He might not have felt that way, certainly in the first three weeks of 2020 when he looked dynamite. But towards the end of last year, you sensed it. And the Patriot roster, as we all know, wasn't up to snuff for Brady to even consider staying there, despite whatever personal feelings he was feeling. This is the moment. This is it. Jets get their rookie, their generationally talented guy dropped in their lap, finally, like the Chiefs did with Mahomes. Russ in Seattle, Rodgers in Green Bay, what Dak appears to be in Dallas. I can go on and on. This is the moment. What a bunch of fools. Zach Wilson gets swept by the Patriots as Mac Jones looks dynamite. First game for him against the Jets was the boring game, right? Play boring. Zach Wilson wasn't boring enough. Mac Jones was boring enough. And the Jets go down. And Mac gets his first career win against the Jets. And now he's got his first career sweep against the Jets, who looked like complete rank amateurs. Now he's hurt. He gets hurt in the game. Mike White comes in. Who's that? Great question. Not a veteran. First career game. Jets back up their rookie with a guy who's never played in the NFL. Okay, that's not going to be a problem. Why would that be a problem? Oh, it's a problem. Certainly when Mekhi Becton goes out right away, he's not back till Thanksgiving. Now your quarterback's getting beat up. Now your bye week's done. Now you don't even have that to get this kid ready. He comes in in the middle of a game and looks totally lost. And then the Patriots not only knock Zach Wilson out, but sweep the Jets and drop 50 on him. 5-0. Last time that happened, the Jets were coached by Rich Kotite. Talk about being Kotite bad. The Jets are as bad as the Kotite Jets. This is, ne- I'm telling you, the Jets have been bad before. This is as bad as it's ever been. Because now Zach Wilson's out. Now, with all the Jet fans, Chris, they've been calling and saying, you know, how terrible is this? Each time I've been saying what? You've been kind of just like. He's got to take his take lumps. His lumps he's got to do it. Now he's out. Now what? Now we're going to see if Mike White can be a backup? Of course not. Of course not. And I don't want to hear it's the Jets, same old Jets. That's the way the Jets go. The Jets are going to jet. Because guess who they play this week? The one-seeded Bengals. They host the number one seed in the AFC, which means look out below. Here comes another loss. Guess what they're doing, this one seed? They're not bengaling. The Bungles, this is the team that always stinks. No. They're building and they're doing it right. So, 
I'm outraged that it's this position, and then it's the Patriots that have their guy in the fold just seven weeks in, going through zero rookie problems. Zero. Mac Jones looks just like Brady in the position. 300 yards, not going to totally go totally crazy, not going to carp. It looks like young Brady. He does. Does. <laughs> he throws it like young Brady. They're running the same offense like young Brady. And young Brady's back in the fold. And the Jets are back at square zero. And it is infuriating that now we got to see some quarterback that nobody ever thought was in the league because they pick him up for the Dallas practice squad a few years ago. He's the guy that comes in and he's chum in the Brian Hoyer water yesterday as Belichick does what he should do, which is kick the Jets' teeth in. I want to hear this stuff of, yeah, back off, game's over. No, they're trying to get better. I'm just hoping Robert Sala will go into somebody's house one day in year three. I'd sign for that right now in year three and sounding like Zach Taylor did after the Bengals boat raced the Ravens in their house yesterday. It's a different team. You know, you're, you're allowed to build and improve. And, um, you know, we just have a different mentality right now. We built, you know, we endured a lot of things that put us in this position. Make no mistake about that. I, I told the team I've given a lot of really tough speeches standing where I just stood in that locker room about great things to come and keep working. And you're just, you, you hope and pray that the team believes in that because the foundation we're building uh, but this is the this is that moment where they know this is everything we've talked about. Um, we've earned, you know, and, and we're starting to earn respect. We have a long ways to go, you know. Just winning one road game against a divisional opponent—that's um, what you have to do if you want to compete in this league. Uh, we've got a long way to go, but I'm really proud of the collective team effort. I mean, this this was a complete game today by all three phases, and that's what we're going to need to come on the road and beat Baltimore. From my mouth to the football gods in New York's ears that Robert Sala in year three will be able to give a speech like that. Question is, will Zach Wilson look like Joe Burrow coming back from his injury, which is not nearly as catastrophic, it seems, as Burrow's? And then who else is there? What are we going to do while the Patriots move on? with their guy, all settled seven weeks in. Already with a season sweep in his back pocket. First career win, first division season sweep. Yep. And the Jets are no longer on the Patriots' radar screen. They don't have to worry about them. They're done. Irrelevance. That is the ultimate. Gives me no pleasure. None. Zero. Zach Wilson's probably out a month. Do you think he should just be shut down for the year? No, he's got to get back in. He's got to learn how to play hurt. He's got to learn how to get hit. He's got to learn everything. This is the time. That's what's so great. That's what's the worst is he's now hurt. These next two weeks are going to be what? For what? What are we learning? I know there's a lot of other young kids learning, but how are we going to evaluate them and get them better when the quarterback that you have in has not made his first career start either? Name me the last team to have two quarterbacks in the first eight weeks of a season make their respective first career starts. 
Go look that one up, Elias. And why would you put yourself in that position? Should you sign Cam? I would say yes just to learn the Patriots playbook, but they're not on the schedule anymore. And it's not the Patriots playbook. We already know what the Patriots playbook is because they've been running it for 20 years, with the exception of those times when Cam was starting. Brian in North Carolina, let's take your phone call here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Brian? Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> how are you, Brian? <laughs> well, I kind of feel bad. It's all right. This up after you uh, just so, went off on your Jets. How about the Bengals, huh? No, hey, no. Look, you, hey, good for you. Are you are you a Bengal fan? Is that what you are? For I real? was born and raised in the five. Good for third, you. So, uh, this is yeah. like. This is what yeah, man, this is this is it. Congratulations. You've I got have, you've got the I quarterback. By the way, by the way, let me just say this. Do you know how many people in the evaluation community and coaching community love Joe Burrow? When I say love, just like heart. Big old heart. I heart Bo, Burrow. They love he he is a gamer. He has got Moxie. He has got it. He is awesome. I mean, he is self-made. He is the real deal, and he's yours. Congratulations. You should not feel bad yeah. about it at all. Dude. So the reason I called in today is yes. you want to throw up the schedule? You want to do one loss game? You want to do win loss? Oh. Okay. Let's do win loss. Oh. Okay. Normally we don't do this during the regular season, but I will make the exception for you, sir. When was the last time the Bengals were the one seed in that week uh, entering week eight? I don't know. So I will I will make that exception. You want to give them NFL films music and everything? All right, here we go. Let's put up the schedule. Here it is. You are currently five and two. You're at the Jets, week eight. What do you got for me? Oh, that's a win. Okay, that's six and two. Home for Cleveland, who got Nick Chubb back on the practice field, FYI. No Baker yet, but home for Cleveland. In the jungle, give it to me. Okay, give it to you. <laughs> seven and two in a bye week. Everybody's walking around, getting Skyline Chili and Grater's ice cream, hearing about how great they are. They're coming off the bye week 11 at the current two seed, Vegas. It's a, it's a tough spot to be in. Let, let's, let's give it a loss. Let's okay, give it a loss. Seven three and three. Nine. Okay, home for Pittsburgh. Please. Whoa! Please. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. My man is drunk That's on awesome. Bengal That's juice. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> eight, eight and three. Eight and three. Home for the Chargers. This is the team that just walked into Baltimore and got slapped around. We did the slapping us over the Chargers. Nine and three. Home for San Francisco. Based on what I saw last night, let's go. Ten and three at Denver. At Denver. Let's give another tricky loss. That one's in Denver in December. Okay. All right. You're just being nice. Eleven and four, right? What were we? uh, Ten and four. Ten and four. Okay. Finish up strong. Home for Baltimore. Do you sweep them? Yes, we do. Eleven and four versus Kansas City. Oh, man, give it to us. We're 12 home, and 4. We're home. This is our time. At Cleveland. <laughs> at Cleveland. Let's finish it strong, man. We're better than them. 13 than and 4 wow. Cincinnati oh Bengals. Incredible. Um, I'm now turned. Hold on a minute. Don't hang up on him Am just yet. I'm now turning to the rest of the judges here. Can you? I'll go higher register because, you know, 
Can you argue with any of that? What do you think? I can argue with one. Wh- thing. Which one are you going to argue with? That Broncos game. Come on. So you think they're going to be fourteen and three by the end of the year? I mean, if my man's right, I just know that my my fantasy quarterback Joey Burrow is going to go in there and throw oh, some touchdowns. Right. I look at you. Uh, if Brockley. you're if you're saying the line is thirteen for the Bengals over under, I'm going to take under twelve and five. A little more realistic. Twelve and five might That's be actually, enough to yeah, win the division, that could though. Win the division. That could win the division. 12 and 5 might win that division. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, congratulations. Uh, you played the one loss game in the middle of October, which we rarely do. So thanks for thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Thanks, sir. There you go. Bengals fans, they're drinking the juice. Oh. And, and, and he, uh, by the way, he's very kind to, to call up and apologize because I just went all in on the Jets and here come the Bengals. From, they apologize for nothing. Yeah, they <laughs> hey, the Bengals are a team that they I hope the Jets it. can follow. Zach Taylor takes a beating. They, they hold on to him. They get their quarterback in year two. He gets hurt. He comes back year three. It doesn't look any worse to wear. And hopefully the Jets, with their top three pick that they're staring in their face, take a game changer like Jamar Chase. By the way, Rich, to answer the question you asked, last year the Cowboys started two quarterbacks who made their first starts of their career. So, was I, it Ben I, DiNucci I, and uh, Gary Gilbert? So I understand how you feel. Man. Oh well, I understand. Hold how on you a minute. Feel. Then let me say, let me say this. Then, when was the last time somebody, and I'm serious, send this out, and I'll, I'll send it to NFL Network Research. Last time a team started a rookie quarterback in Week One, and then right. had another quarterback in Week Eight. By Week Eight start their first career game as well. Who backs up a dyed-in-the-wool, straight-up rookie quarterback with another. with another one who's never started in the NFL? Bingo. That's the, that's the point. I'm going to take a break, and in the two-minute break, I'm going to send an email to NFL Network <laughs> Research, and hopefully we will get an answer. But I bet you we won't because it's going to take forever to scrub till they come back with, it's never happened. Yeah, but it seems like it's never happened. Demario Davis, former Jet. Whew. Getting set to take on the Seahawks tonight for the New Orleans Saints on Monday Night Football. And more of your calls at 844-204-RICH. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We already spoke to Bobby Wagner. Again, I will be hosting Monday Night Football on Westwood One Radio tonight, the pregame and halftime show of a huge contest, man. I mean, the Bucks are running away with the NFC South. If the Saints want to make a, a, a season of it within their division, they need to win this one and go to 4-2, and two, which would be a heck of a record for a team that was on the road for the first month of their season and to talk about that and so much more on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line prior to playing Monday Night Football is New Orleans Saints linebacker Demario Davis. How are you, Demario? Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Thanks for having me on, Rich. Thanks for being on. What'd you do in your bye week? What does an NFL player do in uh, such an early bye week with the longest regular season in the history of regular season? Well, we just had our, our, our fifth daughter, our fifth child, and so... Um, so we were just at home because, you know, wife and, and, and daughter couldn't leave. So we okay. spent a lot of time just here hanging out with the other four kids, taking them out to the movies, okay. to the museum, just a lot of family time. So are you saying, if I pick that up correctly, you're a perfect five for five on daughters? or No, okay. no, I, I meant fifth child, okay. fourth, fourth daughter. Oh. We got four girls, four girls, one boy. Oh. So you're outnumbered. You're surrounded. Let's be honest here. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the girl dad <laughs> is the great. Demario Davis. Is, yeah, but he got a man. I, I, we had two boys first, okay? My wife and I, we had two boys first. And she turns to me. She goes, you need to be a girl dad. We need a girl. I'm like, really? She says, really? And I'm uh, the, being a girl dad is the greatest thing of all time. It's, it's everything, brother. <laughs> it is everything. Because when a girl says something to you, it's a wrap. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a total wrap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they keep you wrapped around their finger now. Okay, so you've got five kids, and that's you—that's not a bye week at all. My God, that's work. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, man. I mean, you know, during the season, you don't get as much time with the family. Of course. So, um, just being able to be around them, man, is, is very rewarding. Demario Davis being 3-2, and two, this team, it's remarkable with what you've already been through. What was it like? Oh, gosh, so you're... You were away from home for all that time because of the hurricane, and you're in TCU, and you're in Texas, and then you're you're you got a home game in Jacksonville with with five kids at home. That's what's going on with you. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, man. <laughs> and that was that was an interesting dynamic, man. My wife was pregnant during that time, and, oh. and uh, they evacuated with us to Dallas, and so we had four and a pregnant mom at that time, and then they came back a little bit earlier than we did as a team. Um, so yeah, it was wow. it was a lot of transition going on in that time, and I, I think everybody was kind of going through it together, and so it it, it brought us closer as a team. That's what I was going to um, say. What was that like? What was that like? The beginning of the season for you guys? Oh man, it, I think it was like for us like an extended training camp. Was like we never really got out of training camp because it happened mm-hmm. uh, right at the last preseason game, and so from there we had to pick up and and, and go, and and so we'd all been together all that time, and. I uh, had to continue in that that mode, and so and then the season was starting. 
you you know, in this league, nobody cares about your problems. You know, some people are kind of glad you got them. And so we had to we had to dig deep and just find a way. And uh, you know, uh, we have a resilient team. We we're it's a resilient city that we play for, and uh, we just found a way to to think about you know all those back home that that had it worse than than we did, and, right. and play for them. And 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 that is uh, that helped us a lot during that time. And uh, we've just got to continue that mindset. Damari Davis here before Monday Night Football with his Saints taking on the Seahawks in a big Week 7 finale. What's it been like to watch Jameis take the reins here, Demario? Oh, man, it's been phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. When you look at him and his history, just just a very talented player um, has, has always put up great numbers. And I think in this setup, it, it, it requires him – to go to that next level in in the efficiency department, that's what we need um, him to be to be highly efficient. And he's and he's been that for us. Um, you know, that's kind of the, the formula for success for us. And uh, you know, he's done that in a great way. Um, you know, kept us on track, managed the game, got in the red zone, scored points um, as best as you could do it. And you know, he's played good football, and it's, it's, it's great to see him as uh, ascend as a player, a person, as a man, as a leader. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see that continue to – I think his best football is still in front of him. Yeah, and, and I mean, to, to, to now get a, another shot within the division still too. I mean, like he's hardly – you know, he, he hasn't moved to a new neighborhood. He's kind of moved down the street a little bit, right, to the neighbor that you didn't like and, and uh, or from the neighbor you didn't like to, to you guys. And so – there wasn't much of a transition period. Like, do you have a moment where he kind of had you at hello in a way as a leader on this team, Demario? I think I think you know just being able to see his story, um, you know, uh, and kind of having gone through some of those things myself. You know, I think watching him kind of take a a, a humble route to to come here and uh to be he's the first overall pick, been a starting quarterback his whole career and then to, to, to pretty much know you're going into a situation where you're gonna sit on the bench for an entire year or so. Um, you know, and doing that that was, had had been very humbling, but at the same time taking that and learning, you know, from one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever played a game, um, kinda of learning the culture, learning the environment and uh finding his own identity in the system and uh building that love for the city and, and now it's his turn and you know sometimes we have to take a step back so that we can take a step forward and you know just being able to watch that um and just be excited for where his career can go uh, from this point you know it's, it's, it's a pivotal it's a, it's a pivotal, pivotal point in his career and in his life so um, it's been exciting to watch well i mean I, I don't like telling you what to do or but i think it would be fun to do this could you tell your teammates to be quiet you're on the phone with rich eisen and he's a very important man would you mind doing that right now would <laughs> hey you... y'all we all gotta be quiet man i'm on the phone with, with rich eisen and very important thank you very much very important call thank you very much and and are they are they respectful of that right now what how do they look right now they say who is that guy or what they, like how that works they all they all give you they all giving you the face like man who this dude <laughs> I walked into that one. Guilty as charged. I walked into that pitch. Oh, my gosh. Demario Davis here uh, prior to Monday Night Football. Okay, so the challenge is, like, uh, you know, Gino. I mean, were you teammates with him, Demario, back in the day? Were you teammates with Gino Yeah, Smith? yeah, yeah. So you were yeah, there? Yeah, I played I play, I play with him in New York. He was uh, he was drafted while I was there. Right. Okay, so you know him, and I, I think he's he's in a new spot, and obviously – 
I think uh, more of a of a grown ass man than obviously with a, the young guy than you 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 saw drafted and all the craziness that was surrounding them there. And you know uh, what an opportunity this is for him. What is your challenge with this defense taking on Geno Smith and a backup quarterback wanting to make obviously a name and a notch on his belt at your expense, Demario? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great challenge. Uh, he's had a phenomenal career. Um, you know, he's gotten better every single year. You can see it in this game. It, it's the reason why he's he's been in the, this league this long. Um, he's built a great career for himself. And um, he's definitely not playing like a number two quarterback, playing like a starter. Um, you know, we know the talent is, is all there. Um, it's been, it's, it's been you know, incredible. I, you know, been able to because I played with him as as a teammate. Been able to follow his career his entire time, and I definitely know he's stepping in the game this game with a chip on his shoulder, with a point mm-hmm. to prove, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's throwing to great weapons, and so uh, and and they're, they're well coached. We're going to play a, a really good football team in, in a tough environment, and so it's definitely going to be challenging to say the least. All right, so what do you what do you say to people, Demario Davis? Last one for you here. That okay, you know you're in the division where the the that you did win last year, but Breeze is gone. Different team, Breeze is gone. I mean, the number of times that you could say that Breeze is gone, that at least I hear that that thus you're a different team, and and the Bucks are the world champs, and thus uh, a lot of folks are overlooking you. How do you, how do you, how do you and your team respond to something like that, Demario Davis? Yeah, man. Um, you know, for me, I I, I look at it. I, I've been I've been I've been underrated my whole life. You know, and so, um, you know, the same people that that are call you a horse or call you a mule, the same people call you a mule or call you a horse. And so um, you just got to stay locked in and, and, and show up with a point to prove every day. Tamara Davis, I appreciate the time. Have a great Monday night football game. Let's chat down the line. Appreciate it. Have a good time in the locker room. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Be All good. right, there you go. There's Demario Davis and his teammates right here before Monday night football between the Saints and the Seahawks. There are some times where you know you got to just the interview's got to end. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of gotten dangerous fast. Yeah, getting a little yeah. rowdy. They're hyped, man. They should be. Mm-hmm. Big game tonight. Uh, let's go to Richard in the nation's capital. Been waiting over an hour. What's up, Richard? Hey, Rich. How you doing? What's going on? How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. You know, the Washington football team is struggling, and it's crazy. And, you know, in that defense that was yeah. hyped in the offseason, like they have not lived up to potential. It's crazy. And, and it's excruciating watching them, to tell you the truth. I don't blame you. And, and uh, Ron Rivera, during the commercial break before this segment, I was looking down, and I saw he said that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have an MRI in two weeks. Apparently he's still on crutches. What? So Taylor Heineke is it for the moment um, instead of Kyle Allen. And again, you know, um, you're in a similar position as far as I'm concerned, you know, um, with, with, the, with, with, my, with my team, with the Jets. Like, I think you're seeing who Heineke is. Like, is, is Taylor Heineke going to develop into a, uh, a quarterback that's going to win it all? Maybe so. I, I don't know. I don't, think so. I, I, I don't know, man. I think you're in the business of – of either hoping that uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to come to play for you, if that's the way it goes, or or you're drafting. That's the way it looks for me. You know. Well, you know, and the other thing too is Cam Newton's out there. He worked with Scott Turner in Carolina. He's vaccinated. 
he could step right in and know the plays and then execute them. Thanks for the call, Richard. Uh, Washington, D.C. Highly disappointing unit. Washington football team defense. I, I, I could not. I, I thought Chase Young. I thought yeah. we'd be talking about Miles Garrett and we'd be talking about Aaron Donald and we'd be talking about Chase Young. I thought that's what we'd be talking about. Chase Young, for Defensive Player of the Year, adios. I mean, if you haven't put in the work or the numbers in the first, not the work, the the numbers in the first seven weeks of a season, I mean, come on now. I mean, Miles Garrett's got got a nice head start on him. And how about Jalen Ramsey with a pick yesterday to, to save the day against the Detroit Lions? I mean, Jared Goff came in. I mean, with every possible right out of the gate trick in the bag was being pulled out by Dan Campbell. It was fun to watch, man. I mean, an onside kick and a fake punt in the first quarter, and like, okay, let's go. And then DeAndre Swift hits him for a big one. That game was really it was way too tight for the Lions' liking. I mean, for the uh, Rams' liking. You know, I was kind of uh, rooting for the Lions. I just don't want to see them go winless again man and they're fun to watch well you know what uh they are they are too good to go winless it's gonna it's gonna crack sometime soon i don't think we're gonna see a winless team and certainly i don't think we're gonna uh, i don't think the lions are gonna i I think the lions win at least a couple at the very least i mean what a hot take that is right and Trevon diggs has got he's the leader in your defensive player of your clubhouse right now chase young isn't anywhere to be found nowhere Bob in Texas, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Bob? Hey, Rich, how are you? I'm fine. What's on your mind, sir? Well, as I told your producer, I hear all this talk about um, the value of the ball that uh, the fellow gave back. I, I was fortunate enough to catch Joe Montana's first touchdown pass, and I still have the ball, so I'm wondering if I can uh, pay for my granddaughter's first year of college with it. Okay, now hold on a second, Bob. When you say you caught it, like you're a former player, is that what you're saying for the 49ers? You caught yeah. it? Okay. Uh, a spectacular one-handed catch. And who is this? And um, what's your name, Bob? Bob, last name's Brewer, B-R-U-E-R. Okay, and so you caught Joe Montana's first career touchdown pass and he didn't, he didn't ask for the ball, Bob? No, actually, actually he did. Well, I mean, you know, he wasn't a starter at the time, but right. there's a – I've got a picture that I got actually from Peter Frank. Uh, he works for NFL Films. They're doing a special on Joe, and he sent me a picture where you can tell Joe's asking for it as we're leaving the field. But it was my first NFL touchdown catch as well. So okay. I said, no, I think I'll keep this one, Joe. <laughs> so, so, Bob, 1979, right? Exactly. Denver Broncos, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we, we've established that you are legit or some weirdo trying to personal impersonate you. Bob, what number did you wear? 82. Okay. All right. I mean, what do you got? Come on. Come on. Like, I believe Bob. So, My mother's made it. Don't you think it's different? Like, you're a player. He's a player. It was your first touchdown. This is a fan that just got the ball handed to, to him, you know? I mean, um, I got I kind of agree with that. I don't think uh, he should owe anybody ransom for it, but you know everybody tries to make make out what they can. I guess. Okay. So you told Joe, "Sorry, it's my ball because I caught it and you threw it, but I have the one. Uh, it's in my possession. It was my first two. I'm going to hold on to it." 
Yeah, you're 6'2", 190. I'm 6'5", 240. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. Okay, very good. Thanks for the call, Bob. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's pretty wild stuff right there. Bob Brewer was an all-conference wide receiver tight end at Mankato State University in Minnesota. It's mm-hmm. six feet five inches and two hundred thirty-five pounds. Mankato. He was looked Mankato. I'm sorry. Okay. He was looked by, Don't by see college and scouts. There to get ups, upset with you. Yeah, Rich. Yeah. So I, week thirteen, uh, Niners Broncos fourth quarter. Bob caught a sixteen-yard pass from Joe Montana to make it thirty-eight twenty-eight. We didn't know how good Montana was going to really be at that point. No, but it's number did. one. It's like, but it's number one. Like I get that. Tom Brady's first touchdown. How much is Joe Montana's first career touchdown pass ball? We need to find this out. A lot. You want to? You want to reach out to that fellow on yeah, Twitter? So we'll, uh, who's all, who's yeah, all we'll, up in arms that Brady gave the, the got his ball back? One hundred percent. We'll post this video. We'll tag Ken Golden and Golden Auctions, and we'll uh, find out a rough comp. All right. Let's uh, take a break. More of your phone calls. Matt Rule has spoken about his starting quarterback situation. We'll hit on that as we go out the door here on Monday of week seven in the NFL. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Radio network terrestrially. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream and really thought about it? I'm not talking about a, a Jets win. I'm talking about a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. It's time for you and your dream to get back together. Certainly if it was your dream to start a business or travel the country or see your family and friends and just live the van life. Because a Mercedes-Benz van, uh, Sprinter van that we're talking about right here 
It is all kinds of awesome. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It is a dream come true, and the van, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, runs like a dream, too. So what do you say? Go to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. Jeff in Detroit, let's give you one more world. What's up, Jeff? You there? What's going on? My big thumbs hit the mute button. First of all, I consider us family. My cousins, you, my uncle. And y'all just going to disrespect me like that in one segment. You were talking about snake-bitten poison teams, and you didn't say the lions. You finally made up for it. But listen, when it comes to finding the banana peel, when it comes to that last-minute drive of field goal that could not make it, I mean, we do it every time. We are so much better than our record. But, I mean, it is what it is. Unc, I like to say congratulations. To you, shall I call you ambassador now nah, for St. Jude? Bestowing upon you that particular honor. You do so much for St. Jude. It's so many lives that you touch. The run, rich run for development and research for those guys. And I couldn't think of a better person to receive that particular honor. So congratulations, Uncle Rich, on being the ambassador for St. Jude. Man, you definitely, definitely deserve that one. Huh? I appreciate Listen, you saying last that, Last but not yep. least, uh-huh. got a question for you. Which one surprises you the most the cards undefeated the Bengals at the top of their uh at the top of their division or the way that the chiefs are playing way the chiefs are playing i did not stutter hmm. i didn't see the chiefs being this uh, beatable and suddenly uh super bowl hungover didn't see that coming didn't see it coming but i believe all we have to do is just uh see the see them protect Mahomes better hold on to the ball a lot better and 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 that enough should keep them in games with their defense playing as horribly as it is. I mean, honestly, uh, they they couldn't stop a, a cold right now, and and I don't know, I don't know how, um, I don't know how they're going to turn it around. Uh, I don't know, um, and I'm concerned for Spagnolo. I don't know if Andy Reid is going to. He's done it before. You know, he's changed assistants midstream before. I don't know if that's going to be his spark or not. Only he would know. I'm just loving being an NFL fan. How about those Colts? I mean, my goodness, who saw that one coming? I mean, at least they're 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 playing strong, and that's how I started the show. Thanks for the call, Jeff, and thanks for your uh, your 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 shout out to me uh, for the ambassadorship. I don't know if you guys saw that yesterday, but I was surprised. That That was awesome. Game day morning. I'm gonna. Congrats, man. Got the. Congrats, Rich. Got a box right here. They definitely got you good. They did. Yeah. Yeah, got you good. And here, I will put it on the desk. Oh, nice. Look at that. That's there great. It is. That is awesome, Rich. There's the uh, award, the Ambassador of the Year. And as Mooch pointed out, this is not something that they give out each year. This is just uh, dude deserving uh, when it comes. It just You could have yeah. knocked me over with a feather. Yeah. Could have knocked me over with a feather on that one. I had no idea it was coming, and, um, and uh, the... Um, Apparently, St. Jude reached out to NFL Network two months ago, talking about ah, it. They've been cultivating, cultivating that caper. It was like a little of Tonza heist, but uh, it was something else. That is awesome. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. But for the moment, here, here it is, right here. I'll tell the story about it tomorrow a little bit more. We got more football to get to right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, Tom in Oregon, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tom? Here we go. Hey, Rich. What's up, brother? 
Well, I keep hearing you guys talking about this Tom Brady football. Yep. I think you're all missing the point here. What is it? The point is the ball was given to the person in the stand. Mm-hmm. And if it's truly worth the 500000 that you guys all think it is, then Tom Brady and the Bucks should pony it up. Did any of you pay any attention to the child sitting next to the man crying his eyes out when Dad gave the ball back? Well, it, it, I don't think the child is crying about it over the value of the ball monetarily. I thought he was just crying because the ball was given back, and then I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the child was fine with the ball and a, and a, and a, and a jersey being signed in, in their possession. I, I don't think the child was crying because Dad gave away a half million dollars. I mean, do you do? No, but the child will in his later years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't have a trust fund set up from it. Uh, again, like I said, yeah, you know, none of you guys are thinking about you. No, You're that's not true. Of, but, oh, it's Tom Brady. It's the great Tom Brady. No, Brockman and Del- and and and, I, and TJ are thinking that. They're all thinking that they, that that somebody should be ponying up the value of the worth of 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 the football, but. You know, uh, Tom, I'll, I'll just push back and say that the fan didn't come to the game thinking he would have that sort of keepsake dropped into his arms by an unwitting teammate of Tom Brady's. And, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, obviously there, are, uh, in my mind, uh, Brady has made this fan and the entire fan base thrilled and delighted. And, um, and he's asking for it. Maybe, maybe he should get it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Tom. Well, I think you should. I, in all reality, if it's worth that much, then it's worth that much to them as well. Thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate it. That's Tom in Oregon. Hmm. I want the pirate ship. I don't think the kid's crying. That's funny. Whole shit. Oh, great, great response that the kid's not crying about the value of the football monetarily right now. He might later on. I want the ship. So what's the scoop in Carolina? I mean, Matt Rule. Um, just, you know, after three weeks, they're 3-0. and McCaffrey's out. Ever since McCaffrey went out, the team has definitely gone south. And they're now 3-4. and four, And they're getting, you know, beat up by a Giants defense. And Darnold is not making very good decisions. And he yanks them. Just like that. He yanks them. And then it gets worse after he gets yanked. And this was Matt Rule today about that and Deshaun Watson. Obviously, I, I know there was a report out there. Uh, you guys know that wasn't for me. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I really have nothing to nothing to nothing to add to that. You know, my focus is on this team, and uh, we're a three and four football team right now, and uh, we've got to find a way to win this week. So my, my focus is on uh, learning from yesterday and then getting ready for this week. What our team doesn't need right now is a distracted coach. We need, you know, they need me focused on the matter at hand, and that's finding a way to win. I mean, P.J. Walker got in the game, and it, it was a wrap. He was looking for a spark. Deshaun Watson's out there. Speaking of Rich, we have a trade today. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny Young, uh, linebacker for the Rams, is being sent to Denver, right? I mean, I was setting it up for this, like, big dramatic reveal. <laughs> How dramatic was that reveal? Well, I was going to make you th- – I was going to really set it up with, the, like, a team that needs a quarterback is involved. Denver. And then the Rams are involved. They do crazy things. Okay. I'm sorry. I spoiled your I parade. I mean, gosh, hey. I was really going for it there. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm feeling my ambassadorship. <laughs> so the Rams sent linebacker Kenny Young to the Broncos. Yeah, they're desperately that what they're. They have eight injured linebackers. Good. Johnny in Oregon, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Johnny? What's happening, Rich? Uh, good morning to you and everybody. I uh, love the show. Watch it on Peacock on Attaboy. replay when I can. Attaboy. Um, uh, 
the thing on the Tom Brady, well, quick on the Jets. I grew up in San Diego. My dad was a BYU alumni. Every year, we every other year, we'd go to the SDSU game, sit in the BYU seats with all our friends, and we would be the only ones wearing red and black. My dad just said the home team is the team you root for. That's who you always root for. Our last name was even Boston, but instead of rooting for those teams, we got to root for the Padres and the Chargers. So I feel yeah. The one thing that did come out of that is uh, we got to root for a guy like Mr. Padre, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn, so, sure, great. Put a price on that. I, I appreciate that. You know, I mean, uh, look, we, and that's why, you know, uh, everybody was thinking in San Diego that the Padres were going to suddenly turn it around, and today, this this past year was really disappointing. Look, I, I, I and thanks for the call, man. I mean, look, the, the, the bottom line is is that the – there, there. You can't sit here and say a franchise is um, snake bitten. I mean, that's just ridiculous. You just got to get the right people in charge who choose the right people and get a little bit lucky. And the Jets have not gotten lucky in the fact that Makai Becton, their big first round draft choice from last year, left tackle, is not there to help protect their new, newly drafted quarterback. And they're not going to not play him, so they had to. And finally, he gets hurt. And now what? Because you got to back up who you're trying to f- do what? Bring him along too? Now that quarterback's going to be out there doing Lord knows what for a Jets team that just is lost and just have to sit here and trust that the coach and the general manager that are making these decisions right now are, are going to eventually be the right people like Zach Taylor and Cliff Kingsbury have proven to be in their respective top-seeded spots. So there's all that. Monday Night Football tonight. I will see you all on Westwood One. Figuratively, you'll be hearing me uh, on the pregame and halftime. And I want to thank today's guests, Peter Schrager, Bobby Wagner, and also the one and only Demario Davis of the Saints. Who do you like tonight, Mr. 3-0 and Sneaky Good Games over there? Let's now, go. Rich, Let's go. You know what? I'm going with the Seahawks plus four at home tonight. Okay. TJ, what do you like? What do you like? My only only thing I care about is fantasy wise, and I so need a big you, game out of what do you need? Alex Collins and Marquez Callaway. Well, I think it's eighty percent chance of atmospheric river tonight, so, so I don't know what you're gonna ball. get. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. We will chat about it on Tuesday.